Welcome everyone to another episode of More Marketing Ideas with me, Fred Gillen, your host, where you will learn from industry experts based on their life's experiences and business processes. So let's get on with the show. And today I have a little bit of a coup. I've got Justin Herald on the call. Uh, Justin, at the age of 25, with only $50 to, a, to his name, set about changing the course of his life. Justin create, created Attitude Inc., a clothing brand that became an international licensing success and turned over an excess of $20 million per year. Justin's success was so well noted that he was named International Entrepreneur of the Year for 2005. He recently also was awarded the Future Leaders Award, which recognized him as being one of the 50 most influential leaders for the next generation in Australia. Justin is also founder and managing director of Referus.com, which is a brand new way to engage customers to become the biggest and most effective sales force for any business with the click of a mouse. Companies large and small around the globe are using this system to get the edge on their competition and to re-engage with their clients and customers. He is also the author of eight international bestsellers and is personal mentor to over 100 business owners each year. Justin is regarded as one of Australia's most sought after speakers and engagements and engagements all over the country and overseas speaking in front of 150,000 people a year. It is really a pleasure and an honor to have him on the show. So with that, welcome Justin. Thank you so much. Is there anything you'd like to add to that? Um, just a, a brief introduction. Oh, look, no, mate. Um, the thing I like about uh, bios and that sort of thing is I don't have to say it myself. So um, I'm happy when other people say it. But, uh, yeah, no, I think that sort of wraps it up, I guess. Okay. The, 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 one of the things I took out of the bio, and I, I've um, followed you for quite a number of years and been to a number of seminars where you've spoken, which was great, um, the story of attitude and, and just your general history like where you, where you came from where you know how you developed but the story of attitude really has a lot for um, the listeners I believe could you just enlighten the listeners of what attitude was all about yeah sure I am um, I had a million jobs um, up until I was 25 I uh, was kicked out of school and um, I always had a good work ethic that's the one thing I always did have um, I worked for Woolies and Coles ended up managing some of those stores and Became a sales rep. The only reason I did that is because they come with a company car and I wanted a nicer car than my Datsun 120i automatic. Um, did did a whole heap of stuff. Became a personal trainer. And then I was managing a gym um, at the time. It was 1995. And a lady, my father is a minister, and um, the whole way and time of me growing up, I've constantly had people, never my parents, but people tell me how I should be living my life. And reality was most of those people telling me that sucked at living their own life. But so one day I just sort of was just going to have a bit of fun, essentially. I was just going to um, upset the lady. A lady told me I had an attitude problem. So I thought, well, I could put my attitude problem on the back of a T-shirt and wear it to the church the following Sunday just to upset her. And that's essentially how it all started. Um, and the little point on that is it doesn't matter what the flick of the switch is in life and in, in business. It's just a matter of starting something um, and, and using whatever it can take to get you off your rear end. So that for me, it was a stupid lady telling me I had a, an attitude problem. So 
I started that. Well, I, I didn't really know how to do it. And there's a lot of people probably listening that don't would love to run a business but don't know how, and that's what's stopping them. The problem with that is, of course, you won't know what you're doing because you've never done it before. So who says you can't do it? So I went and did uh, my financial research, I call it. So I went to an ATM and see, to see how much money I had to go and make a T-shirt up, and I had a dollar twenty-five, and I borrowed fifty dollars. And with that, went to a printer, convinced him to do it for $50 because he wanted to charge me $680, and I obviously didn't have that. Um, so he ended up doing four shirts for 50 bucks. I sold four of those shirts to, sorry, three of those shirts to four of my mates, and myself included. Um, and we all went to church the following Sunday, and number one, upset the lady, but Number two, people asked me on the day if they could buy one, which I wasn't really forecasting any of that. I just wanted to upset the lady. And from there, I, I started to sell to people and friends of people and just started it in a small way, which is the way that I would advise anyone if you've got an idea for a business, start it in the smallest possible way because if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Um, and after a while, I ran out of people that liked me to buy from me, so I ended up going to... A retail store and they told me that they'd never heard of my brand so they wouldn't buy it because they hadn't heard of it which is once again a very stupid thing to say because obviously you're never going to hear of everything um, so looking at it and I decided that day not that I had any clue about business but I decided that day that I was going to run my business one way and that was through my personality now if someone tells me I can't do something in the, from my own personal perspective I, I go and just go and try and prove them wrong so what I got I got four of my mates to ring up uh, this particular store over a four-week period to ask if they had a brand called Attitude. Five weeks later, I went back in and I said to the guy, look, um, I'm from Attitude. And he goes, well, everyone's asking for your brand, so we better stock it. Now, everyone wasn't asking for my brand. It was just me and my four mates. But that, to me, made sense to go and do to create the demand um, because obviously there would not be a demand on something that never existed a week before that. But yeah, and it, it sort of took off and I went into a place here in Sydney, Parkley Markets, and I started my business in the markets. Customers and the public loved it because it had a lot of sarcasm, uh, but positive slogans on the back of T-shirts originally and got it into stores and, and got a lot of media attention because the brand took off and they loved the whole starting with the $50 thing, which to me meant nothing. Um, I only had $50 and when you're 25, you don't really tell people you've got no money. And from there, then companies started to approach me because of the exposure we were getting to license my brand to put my name onto their products. So Philips was one of them that wanted to do Attitude Stereos and Televisions. So went to that meeting, I had no clue what licensing was, sat through a meeting that I had no idea what I was about and walked out with a deal and a check in TV and stereo, which was awesome. Uh, and, and it just took off and it became, in the end, I'm giving you a five-year thing in around about five minutes but in the end it uh, became a licensed brand so I owned the word attitude worldwide and any company that wanted to use that on their products had to pay me a royalty so that's a, a magic model isn't it you know where it's like you said you just create it once and then just sell it multiple times well most businesses like them that's what I sort of help my um, my clients with as well I think a lot of the time in business, people will overcomplicate uh, the whole procedure because they think it's supposed to be complicated. But, you know, one plus one equals two, and that's the way that you should be doing business. Is there a demand for a product or not a demand? Could there be a demand? 
And if the answer is to no to every one of those things, well, it's probably not going to work. But don't give up just because someone says no. You know, I'd, I'd love the, the um, concept that you use your mates to actually create the demand. I mean, I, I had a giggle when you were telling that story, even though I've heard it multiple times, but I still have a giggle every time I hear it because I think it's a, a magic attitude, no pun intended. Well, you know, to be totally honest, it, it's a thing that made sense to me at the time. Um, I, I didn't know there was such a thing called demand at that point in time. I just thought that any normal store would take on any new product because they could have it before anyone else. That, to me, made sense. To this particular surf store, that didn't make sense. So I just thought, well, I'll just go and do what you would like me to do um, or what you think I need to do or have, and I'll just go and create that then if you think that's an important thing. Obviously, it wasn't because they put a $1,587 order in for their first order, which was time for financial retirement, I've got to say right then. And it sold out in two weeks. There was still no demand for it, so I knew that I had something. And the one thing I've had to overcome, probably the most common thing I've had to overcome over the last 21 years of business is overcoming how other people, the third-party operator, how they actually think. Uh, because some other peoples that we deal with in business, they're limited way of thinking, and it's not that they're silly, it's just the way that they're just hedged in by their thought process, can get in the way of my future growth. And it comes down to me, it's all about, if you run a business from a common sense perspective, it will work. Well, mind you, common sense is like deodorant, the people that really need to use it rarely do, but gotta say, go with the common sense approach. Yeah, and I know you've got some good ideas on getting a business that is struggling to the next level and like how to turn their customers into raving fans. Would you like to um, give us your insight into that? Yeah, look, I've um, now been mentoring clients for a very long time and I, I sit there over a period of time and look at what's the most common uh, factor that people seem to get wrong or get stuck in doing. And one of those things was, and always has been, the referral aspect or getting their customers to become their best salespeople. A lot of people struggle with that. They, they set up these silly little systems to try and engage their customers or to win their customers over. And I've been looking at that for a long time and a mate and I uh, decided one day over a bottle of wine that there was a better way for companies to get their customers to refer. And we set up a company called Refer Us, um, which is referus.com. And what it is, we just saw that there was a there was a way to do things better. Now, I know there's all these funky words out there in the marketplace. One of them is disruption. Um, I've apparently been doing, in inverted commas, disruption since day one, but now it's a thing. But we just thought we we're going to go and mess up the whole word of mouth process. So now what? Um, we've got thousands of customers now globally um, who on, on all of their customers' phones sits their, their own company-branded referral system and with a click of one button and seven seconds, that customer can send them a hot lead and they're out of the equation. They don't stuff up the referral process. It's all now the business owner has the actual lead of an actual customer that actually wants to do business with them in seven seconds flat. And that's why we've now totally disrupted that. We've got major banks. We had a meeting yesterday with a major bank that want to put it in every single one of their branches. We've got large companies, we've got retail companies, we've got global companies now looking at this, just sitting there going, wow. Um, and it's just really simplifying the process that if you've got a raving fan, don't bombard them with a whole heap of please do this, please do this. Well, he's 
put it on your phone and the next time you're at a pub, had a barbecue and someone says, really looking for a really good hairdresser, does anyone know one? I do. You put it in. Now, that's the same process that used to happen. But what would happen is that person would get their number and would then hopefully contact that business owner with that person's contact details. Never happened. Um, and even if it did, it was going to happen in a, in a fair bit of time. Where this is now instant, and the referral process, the, the, well, the, the referrer is out of the process in seven seconds, and they don't feel like they've intruded or um, had to on-sell someone else's business. It's, it's a simple process. And that's where, for me, I looked at all of my businesses. They've all grown, number one, wholly and solely through word of mouth. I've never spent a single cent on advertising in 22 years. So it's all been word of mouth, and we're now harnessing and magnifying that process. So you mentioned before you're talking to um, the majors and the banks, but um, does your app, I assume it's an app on a, on a phone, but does your app actually work for small business or the, the single entrepreneur? Like, would it benefit them as well? Oh, yeah, it's actually set up. It's actually not an app. It's a web-based app, so it looks like an app because it's a whole CRM system, so you know who your referrers are, how many people they're referred, when they're referred, how they're referred, all this sort of information, which your customers are king and key to growing a business. So most people don't treat them that way. So we set this up wholly and solely for small business. The, the good thing is, and I've known this for a long time, large companies, if you look at how a large organisation run, you'll sit there and go, there is absolutely no way that I could even anticipate doing any of that stuff in my small business because it wouldn't work. And they've got a lot of people doing a lot of nothing, essentially, and no one's making a decision and coming up with these high-level, um, funky little ways of doing things that just don't work because most large organisations and corporates are dealing with the small business. So if they're going to deal with a small business, do it in a small business way, not in a corporate way. Now large corporations are coming to us saying, we want what you've got so we can actually have that conversation with our small business owner. We've got, um, I'd say it's 90-10. So 90% of our clients are all small business. Only 10% are corporate. And you were also saying that it's global. It's not just localised to you know the local shopping strip or whatever. It's a, it's right. a global enterprise. Anywhere. And I'll give you an example on how this actually works. Because I, I can also push on, say, if you had it, I can push on, if I'm a referrer for you, I look at your page that comes up on my phone and through the system, and I can push on, the say, the Facebook button. So I'm then going to promote your business to my 4,500 people with a push of one button, and it's, I'll just say, hey, guys, you really should have a look at what Fred's doing. I reckon he's doing a fantastic job. Now, I've now put you in front of 4,500 people, potentially, but I actually haven't because most people, they say, have got 300 friends. There's a, there is a potential to put you in front of 1.35 million people. Right, so I'm going to give you maximum reach, and that's what businesses need these days. They need reach. They need to get in front of more people. doesn't mean more people are going to buy. It just means more people are now going to know about them. So I did that. I put up, if you would like to become my referrer for my speaking or mentoring, and you know anyone that's looking for either or, um, for free, because it doesn't cost anything for your customers to do it, become my referrer, and it'll download on your phone. Next time you're out anywhere, push the button, send me their details, and if I get the job, I'll then pay you 10% of my fee. Now, I picked up seven speaking jobs. i oh, sorry, I picked up 387 referrers that week, I picked up seven speaking jobs that the following week. Now, the funny thing out of that, two of those people had never heard me speak before, but they knew that I was good at what I was good at. 
And that's where we've taken this referral from one to one, now one to one's friends. So we've gone one step further. No, it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic co concept. I, I, I really love the idea. And the fact that you've, all, you've, you've mentioned outright then that, you know, if somebody refers you and puts the app on their phone, that um, you'll reward them, you know, and compensate them um, based on what you get out of it as well. So, so that's a win-win-win for everyone, isn't it? Well, it is, and it's coming further because there's a lot of those, which I think is a swear word, there's a lot of uh, affiliate programs, and they're just quite convoluted, to be very honest. But the one thing that I've done that I set up right from the start, which was my mandate to all of my staff, is there's a lot of times when we go through affiliate programs or whatever, we don't really know what's happening with that uh, referral that was sent to our business. With ours, you do. So... The business has their own CRM system in the back end so they can see what's coming in and going out. The actual referrer has the same thing. They can see what the business has done with their referral. So as soon as that business contacts that uh, potential customer that's been referred and they have a conversation, the person that's referred sees that in their back end. As soon as that customer, a business, sorry, as soon as that referral becomes a customer, Click of one button in the back end, sends an instant SMS to the person that's referred, and that says, contact us for your reward. And it's all done. So it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Like my normal speaking fee for large corporates is six grand. So people can walk away with 600 bucks just by giving me a name of someone that's looking for a speaker. Pretty simple process, really. So, yeah, it works. Okay, I'll buy, I'm going to have to download the app and put it on my phone to send some referrals your way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, and it's really simple. But what we've also done is we've, we've made sure that this doesn't become one of those just send it out to anyone type things. You want to only, if you do get it, you want to only send it to your raving fans. They're already fans. So they're going to do stuff for you because they like you. You don't send it out to your entire database at the start because that's be silly because your entire database isn't currently doing business with you. So you've got to be very smart about it. And, and if you do it correctly, it, it works an absolute treat. Now, one thing people are going to be thinking right now is, yeah, I already got get referrals already. Don't doubt that. So this is not an or product. This is an and product. So do what you're doing and do this because nowhere else does what we do. We know that because... We've got major media companies trying to get into us right now and buy us because we're doing something that no one else is doing. But it's, I get referrals anyway. I've got three referrals that have come through today just because. But I also use my Refer Us program as well. Okay, sounds good. The, the other thing I noticed, and you seem to um, be doing reasonably well, is getting a lot of visitors to your website. So is there any specific thing that you could perhaps like tell any of our listeners that they might want to tweak or adjust so that they can follow your lead? Oh, you know what? It's, it's one, I know there's all these web, uh, website experts and SEO experts out there. Um, and it's the same with, I'm not sure if you've noticed this, but there's a lot of uh, social media experts out there. When you look at their pages and they've got four friends, you go, well, sort of not an expert on that. But um, I, we haven't actually done anything. Well, we haven't sat around and had a powwow about how to get more tra traffic to our website. What we have done is being consistent for 22 years. So I started Attitude before the internet even came up. Um, so I had to do business the old-fashioned way, as you probably would have done in the olden days as well. Right? Yep. I've done it all the old way. So the old way of doing things was being consistent and creating proper, true relationships with our customers 
and raving fans. That then translated into when we got a website, we made sure that it was consistent with what the brand of, we'll go with Attitude to start off with, what they knew Attitude was, we had to make sure it was reflected on our website. A lot of people, when I look at some of my clients, when they first come on, I look at some of them and I look at their website and I go, you've confused the absolute daylights out of me. Uh, nothing is um, uniform. I look at your business card, then I look at your website, two totally different things. Look at your brand over here and your brand over there, two totally different things. And that's where we've been consistent. But it also has to reflect what you're, off, what you're like offline uh, is more important than what you are online. There's been a big push for a little while now to this whole online space. I'm not sure if anyone's figured this out yet. There's gazillions of people online. So the trend is going to happen, and I'll guarantee you this, where people will start to go, you know what, I'm just going to, I can see that. I can see you've got an online presence, but I only want to deal with you offline from a one-to-one -one perspective and a personal perspective. So my website and, uh, so the Justin Herald one gets a lot of traffic going to it all the time. That's because um, I guess I'm out and about a lot. My books are, are a, a bit of a handy um, asset for them because we've sold a fair few of those. Um, I'm constantly in the media. Now, if you want to get some extra um, attraction to your website and you're good at what you're good at, it's always a good idea to start writing some articles and trying to put them out into either blog sites or um, media articles in there. There's a great website which is source bottle, so urcebottle.com.au. And that's where a lot of media put where they are looking for stories or people to assist with stories. It's a great way to get some traction in the marketplace and it's a great way to get people back to your website. The one thing you've got to do though with your website is not confuse the living Dallas out of people. That's probably the biggest key. Where you sit there, there's some websites out there that go for five and a half kilometres on the, front, on the home page. People are going to give up pretty quickly. You've got to get to the point pretty quickly. So with the justinherald.com site, I think there's around about 50 something pages they tell me. I don't know because I'm Justin, so I don't need to look at my own website and know who I am. Um, but if you go to my front page, you've only really got three options. There's the fourth one, which is photos. That's for media to take, so they don't have to contact me. But um, there's four, there's just my speaking, my mentoring, and my products. So there's the only three options that you can actually take. Makes it pretty simple and but I, you've got to look at what you want a website to do. I actually want people to pick the phone up and talk to me personally, what I want. Um, and I make that process very simple. So, for example, and no one ever believes me, and I always try it out, and I prove them right, um, I'm the only one that answers the phone in my offices. Always have been. Because I know people want to talk to me, so I'm not going to put people in the way of all of that because it's going to mess up the process. So my whole purpose, especially when it comes to the mentoring side or speaking at conferences, I want them to pick the phone up. I don't want them to make a decision based upon only what's written on a piece on a website. I don't want that. So some people might want that. They might not want to talk to people if it's a low-priced product and they just want to continually turn over sales. That's cool, but make the process simple. The other thing on that, you've got to surround yourself with smarter people. Um, uh, websites and stuff like that, not my cup of tea. I know what I like to look at. All my other little experts that work for me, they're the ones that go and create what they know will work. So yeah, works a treat. No, great, great advice. And, and particularly with Source Bottle that you mentioned there, because that's how we connected on this level yeah. through, through there, which was you know magic. And, and I can vouch for that because um, a lot of the interviews, interviewees we've had in the last few weeks 
have directly responses from source bottle. So it's been yeah. a good resource. Yeah. Um, just on on a final note, is there anything else that you'd like to add just to close out with? Um, I don't know. I just think you know the secret to success is giving it a crack. I think so. Things might be working for you, and this is my actual secret to success. If what you're doing right now is working, it's being done the right way, and if it's not working, it's been done the wrong way. And um, so I think if you just keep keep that in mind all the time and ensure that you're um, monitoring your progress, there's too many. I, I unfortunately sometimes have to get involved with people when they're at their wits end and at the end of everything because they've wait, waited too long and done too many wrong things to, and then realise that they've done too many wrong things. So I have to come in and turn the business around. Now I find that very easy, but that's all because people haven't monitored what's been going on. And so the one thing that we've done in, in my businesses from day one, and I didn't know what I was doing, but it made sense, is we look at our expenses on a monthly basis compared to the expenses the month before and the year before. And that way we can track whether we're starting to, it doesn't matter how much money we're turning over, if we're actually starting to blow out in expenses because we're now earning more money, but there's no need for it, well, we're not going to be making as much money as we would like to. So we really monitor a lot of that sort of stuff. But, you know, when you have a dollar twenty-five and you're making your twenty-five, you, you learn one thing from that, and that is you sort of suck with money. So the one thing I've had to try and overcome over the twenty years is how not to go back to having a dollar twenty-five again. <laughs> great advice. Great advice. Um, I've got no doubt that. Um, a lot of the, the listeners, and particularly the small business owners, would want to find out a bit more about the referral network and how it operates. What's the best way for them to contact you? Yeah, sure. Um, the best way, just go to referus.com. That's R-E-F-U-S.com. And have a look there, and all the information is there. And if you have any questions, if you just send through an email there, myself or one of my head guys will get back to you personally. The other thing that we do is if people do purchase it, we, we actually set them up. Um, it's not expensive, but it's just over a dollar a day um, for the year with unlimited referrals that you can, referrers, sorry, that you can get in. No extra costs, no anything else. But we will go and do the service aspect because I'm big on service. So we set people up, show them how to use it personally and put their brand in there and all that sort of stuff. We can do that for them because we want to make sure that people use it and not just spend money on something they're never going to use. No, that's great. So it's referus.com is the, the best correct. way, and, and they can do that. Look, it's been really a magic um, few minutes talking to you today. Um, I've really enjoyed it, and I always love the story about attitude when I hear it. So um, really appreciate your time, and it's been an honour spending it with you this afternoon. No worries, mate. Thank you so much for having me on. No, it's a pleasure. Take care, Justin. Thank you.